tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads from over 200 countries and your number one source in after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Nice tea. You know that sound good. Good. <laughs> What's up, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to Afterbus TV for RB Divas LA Season 2. I'm your host, Bam Erickson. What's up? What's up? And as always, you know me. I'm Mega Thomas, and I'm so glad to be back here with you. Thank you for joining us. Um, where you been? I missed you. I had some stuff to do last week. I did, um, I had a photo shoot, so. Okay. Yeah, I'm glad to be back though, because I missed R&B Davis. Well, you're very photogenic. Not like that though. Oh, okay. All right, so let's dig right into the show. Uh, really, there was there was two things that really was the focus of last night's episode, and one being that the that the divas went into the studio with Warren Campbell, producer extraordinaire, and they started working on the song. Right, and, and it's actually a good song. It's, it's a really really good song, and. Um, and so the first day when they the first day when they were in there, um, they were hesitant because they were like, "Okay, what's going on? Are we going to be able to, you know, still do the part that we came up with?" And right. and one was like, "Just let me play it and let's <laughs> figure, and, and we'll go from there." He played the he played the beat. The the the, the production was was incredible. Right, of course, because he's Warren Campbell. Yeah. Come on. And then so then he wanted he wanted. Um, he wanted Crochette to go and do her part. So Crochette was going to open you up. You start to say her name right. I don't, you going to say her. Yes, like a cassette tape. Crissette. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> Crissette goes and does her part. He wants the song to open up with Crissette while, um, while Claudette um, does the verse, but she does it in Spanish. So she's like, she's saying the words or whatever uh, Crissette is, is doing. So right. I thought that was a great way for them to start off the song. And then he wanted Shantae to go and do the backing vocals. Which is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. It is kind of weird how full circle, how she wanted these girls to kind of do background on her yeah. song. And now she got to do background. Mm-hmm. That is kind of funny. Yeah. And Leela and Little Mo made. You know, they took digs at, they took jabs at that. So they did. And I mean, I, while I do see what they're saying, it is kind of like, ah, mm-hmm. Shantae, now you got to do background. Yeah. At the same time, I don't think Shantae, like she gave them verses on her song. So it's not like they did background on her song. Right. It was just that when she presented it to them, it made it come off as if they were doing background right. first. So she wasn't really clear from what we saw. So with Shantae, you know, she cleared that up, but, um, but then I also think that the girls also understood where Shantae was coming from as far as, well, you know, she should be obligated to have her part. But then again, you know, there was this whole thing where it's like, okay, if six people are doing the leads, it's going to sound like We Are The World. <laughs> well, that was a successful song. What is wrong with We Are The World? Yes, but you had Michael Jackson, Lionel Richie, Tina Turner. These, these, they, 
That's not the people. Okay, but guess what? That's what? not who they had get this Puerto Rico song. So we are the world in Puerto Rico. That's exactly what this should be. Mm-hmm. We are the world was a good song. Yeah, twenty five years ago. Okay, but the formula still works. Name us, name it since um, since we are the world. Puerto Rico. Mm-mm. Um, what's the one with Kirk Franklin and uh? And, you know me? Yeah, <laughs> that was successful. That actually did very well on the Billboard charts. It did very well, but I get what they're saying as far as the leads. It just, obviously, they agreed to that because the way Warren strategically plans how everyone was going to do certain things, I thought I thought it was great. What did right. you think? Well, I mean, Warren is, that's why Warren Campbell is a genius at what he does. That's why he is the producer extraordinaire because mm-hmm. he, can, he does this and he does this very well. And I thought it was funny how... A little Mo is just kind of like, so how you gonna do that? Like she, and he had to check her for a second and be like, I got that. Like, trust me, mm-hmm. I got this. This is what I do. Yeah. It's what I've been doing for the past 20 some years. Oh, but wait. Um, little Mo said, what's him? I forgot. Which, it, when they first sat down and they first got into the studio, remember mm-hmm. she was kind of like asking him all these questions and making it seem like he didn't know what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Like, how you gonna make us all, you know, mm-hmm. we're not gonna all be leads. How you gonna make this? What is this now? All that stuff. And he's like, I mm-hmm. got this. But I'm glad that someone is at least asking questions because we'll talk about we'll talk about how poor business is done later right. when you in don't the, ask in the next one Correct. and then so um claudette goes and does her part you know i thought claudette, was, i don't think i think that okay so not everybody's gonna have a big part obviously mm-hmm. claudette has a part where she's speaking she doesn't even get to sing she doesn't yeah. even showcase her beautiful voice mm-hmm. from what we know yeah for part see. one because there's two songs so we right. still have to see part two right right so for this song she's just speaking in espanol yeah okay so i feel like she had the same gripe that shantae would have had which is shantae only just got to hum so if shantae gets a bigger part and she's like well i would like a bigger part well, what if Claudette's like, I want a bigger part too. All I get to do is speak in Spanish. I'm not yeah. even singing. And so I, in, in a way, I am looking at it like, okay, well, that's not fair. You know, Shantae, that sometimes you got to do a little part where you're just humming and, and, and then, humming and hawing. And then Warren did say he felt that Shantae was the only one who can give that really sexy background style. I mean, remember the song that she did on Waiting to Excel when she was, uh, right. you know, she does a great job. <laughs> <laughs> Where she was moaning and groaning. You know, yes. Um and so I think I think Warren is trying to make the best of the six voices and who can do what. Right, I agree with you. And I I think he did a really great job. Um I think some people might have I will say this. If I was Shantae, I would have done the same thing though. I would have mm-hmm. been like yeah. I, Closed mouths don't get fed. So mm-hmm. at least you can try, because what's the worst he can say is no. Yeah. Sorry, you need to stick to your you're humming and hawing for this song. That's mm-hmm. all you get. But at least she asked for it. And she asked, what did he do? He found a spot for her. Okay. Before we get to Shantae's part, what do you think about, what do you think about Leela James's part? I thought that was really dope that Leela, you know, got to step out of her, her soulful bo- mm-hmm. box to do this Puerto Rican song in Spanish. Yeah. She was, uh, she had the more Latin sound. And so it really goes to show how diverse of a singer she really is. Right. And I never to- knew that. Me neither. Who would have thunk? Mm-hmm. Lilo over here singing in Spanish. Uh, and then Misha Lay was the one who had to bring the big voice to kind of hold Donna Summer thing. What'd you think? Uh, that's what, again, that's how you know Warren Campbell's a genius because I wouldn't have given her that part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't have known to give her that part. I would not have either, but then again. I would have given that to Lila. No, I wouldn't have given it to Lila, but 
I was not, I, I don't know who he should have gave it to, but Misha Lay would, would have been on the bottom of my list. Right. I would have given it to Claudette before I would have given it to Misha Lay. But then again, uh, what's really interesting about Misha Lay's voice, even when you hear, I particularly hate those, those, uh, those singing interludes in between, uh, in between scenes. Uh, I hate those. <laughs> right. I hate those. I love them. And when you listen to, when you listen to, uh, Michelle, she does have a very strong voice. When she even performs, right. she holds the microphone down to to this to to below her 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 but her her chest because her she's because <laughs> she's singing full voice. She and, is, and she's so if, if she's singing full voice and the mic is way down here, I mean, she has some pretty damn strong pipes. Right, she does. So. I guess, you know, why Warren does what he does, why Warren can charge what he does for right. producing, because I thought he did a great job. What did you think about having Little Mo rap? Um, I'm glad he did that because it was just too many singers. And she's very versatile. She's the only one that could actually pull that off without mm-hmm. it being like, oh, here she go trying too hard. Mm-hmm. No, she's she can rap. She's yeah. already done that several times mm-hmm. in the past on, on many records. So I'm glad he, he pulled that out of her because it does give the song a different flavor. Whereas you've got all these singers, at least, you know, let's do something different with these people. Let's pull out, you know, their other talents, which is what he did with mm-hmm. Little Mo. Got her rapping talent, which mm-hmm. is what he did with with Claudetta. She's, we don't know that she sings in Spanish. We haven't heard any songs where she sings mm-hmm. in Spanish. Where we've got, you know, Leela doing Spanish songs mm-hmm. as well. And she's a soulful voice. So I, I'm glad he put all the different other gifts that these women have mm-hmm. for the song. I totally agree. And then so Shantae goes. She does the background. And then Warren is like, all right, so I'm going to, you know, put the song down. I'm going to mix it. I'm going to do this. And Shantae's like, I didn't sing my, where's my part? Right. <laughs> and Misha Lay was like, you really are serious. And she was like, hell yes, I'm serious. But you did, you made a good point. If Claudette's not complaining and remember, Puerto Rico is all because of Claudette. Right. So if she's not complaining, <laughs> should... Shantae complain or do you think she has a valid point? Um, well, I don't think... I think this. If you feel a certain way about something, you should voice your opinion. You should do it in a very respectful way, which I do believe Shantae did. She was respectful about how she felt. And the again, the worst that Warren could have said to her was no. So she said, this is how I feel. I'm feeling some kind of way. I would like a vocal part. <laughs> I mm-hmm. just got the hum. I would like a vocal part. And he's like, okay, we'll see what I can do. And then so when she meets back with Warren in the studio, then he says that there's a part that's missing after, um, after Michelle, after Michelle, Michelle's part. And it wasn't a lead, but she's definitely singing more and, and showing her vocal ability on the part where she, is that, is that the chorus? Cause I'm not really sure. I don't think that was it. I felt like it was the end of the song. Okay. I mean, I could be wrong, mm-hmm. but it sounded like it was the end. Now, when he said, I need you to give me, I need you to really give me all your full voice. I need you to, you know, really give it to me. Give me all what you have. And so she's doing her. She's doing everything. And then she goes into the the whistle, <laughs> the whistle register. And Warren was like, oh, what was that? <laughs> did you just whistle through your throat? And he was like, that was kind of cr- incredible. But then he didn't like it. And said, it almost looked like he was making fun of her. Yeah, it was almost like he's making fun of her. Him and Eric Dawkins, I seen y'all looking yeah. like y'all making fun of her. I thought that was kind of rude and disrespectful because yeah. it's one thing when 
someone doesn't give you enough to take from. She was gone. She was all over the place, giving different variations versus if she would have kept giving the same notes right. all the time, then you'd be like, I need more. So you asked for more. She gave you a, a variety of things. So then why are you making fun of her? Right. I th- Like when he was like, yeah, no, cut that. That I I thought was really rude, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, why are you saying that about her?" her yeah. what's, that's like a, it is pretty incredible. It caught him off guard, but I don't know if that was just edited to make him look like he was being rude. But either mm-hmm. way, it looked rude. And but he didn't. But he did say to her, "Yeah, okay, give me another one without it." He that part when he said that to her, that wasn't rude. He was just saying, "Give me another one." Just not the whistle. I thought the whole thing was just his body language. I felt was was rude. Just me. I, I felt it was rude, and I felt. um I don't know. You asked her to give you a, diff, uh, a variety of things. She gave it to you. If you didn't like it, like it, then, then you know, then say, okay, well, that was good. All That's right, what now. he did. But it's the way that it's the way that he did it, and then the making fun, and then she's in the studio and she could see. I just thought it was childish. I thought that I thought that was the only part that was rude. I feel like yeah. hit for him to be caught off guard and be like. Incredible. Like that, I didn't think that was rude. It was only rude when he was talking to the other producer, Eric Dawkins, and said, "Yeah, let's cut that. No, mm-hmm. we don't need that." That yeah. was rude. But then when he told her to do it again, just without the whistle, that wasn't rude. He didn't say it rudely to me. I don't think he did. Okay, I just thought the whole body language of it was rude. But then once they went back to the once they cut and went to commercial and did it again it seemed like there was like a a different take of it or something so i don't know but what i would like us to do is uh we're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna hear from my friend for hear back from my friends at american express so you guys listen and uh, check this out my name is yvonne sarabia and i um, a home health aide. My credit score was very high. It was like 700 something. Then I had like a hiccup in my finances. Everything just whoo, crashed. But I don't crawl under a rock and cry. It takes baby steps to get back. So that, that's what I am doing. With American Express Serve, you have a full service prepaid account that helps you handle your money simply and affordably. There's no credit check. You can pay your bills online and reload cash for free at over 27,000 locations, all for $1 a month, and all backed by the 24-7 service of American Express. This is what membership is. This is what membership does. Get started with an American Express Serve card at CVS Pharmacy or Family Dollar today. Terms and restrictions apply. Go to serve.com for more details. And we're back here at After Buzz TV for RB Divas LA. And so continuing on with our after show for episode seven. Uh speaking of Shantae, so Shantae's got um Shantae's got a man in LA. And New Orleans. And he's so good too. There was in LA though. But he's from New Orleans. Okay, yeah. Don't mess my song up. Uh, <laughs> Don't mess it up. It was sounding so good. You actually messed the song up when you open your mouth. You know what? I'm just going to rebuke you mm-hmm. and keep it moving. But yes, Ra- Roy. Mm-hmm. Roy, she got a man. Roy. I think that's good. I'm glad Shante has another guy. And I, I'm glad this guy is not a high profile guy that we know of. Mm-hmm. He doesn't seem to be a celebrity. He just seems to be like a really cool guy. Yeah, and he that can buy out, out yeah. yachts for her. Right. To have and, dates on. Right. And they had a nice little talk, and uh, she said she felt left out of the whole Puerto Rico thing. And, you know, he just kind of encouraged her. Um, there wasn't many close-ups of him, 
all the shots seem a little far away. So uh, next week, obviously, we'll get to see a little bit more of her relationship with uh, Roy. So congrats to her. Yes, and they're still together. Remember when she was here the other week? She mm-hmm. did say that they're still dating. Yeah. So, hi, Roy and John Day. That's yeah. cute. Yeah, so congrats. Anything else you want to say about their relationship? Um, hopefully it works out. Hopefully this is a different route for her, you know? Cause the one thing about Shantae that I noticed, I really do like her. She's mm-hmm. actually a genuine spirit. She seems to be a sweetheart. Um, even though on some episodes it'll seem like they're trying to portray her to be a villain. Yeah. She's really a sweetheart though. Yeah. And I think I like her the most. I do. She's, she's a nice lady. She has a good heart. I could tell. I could see it coming out for her. Okay. You know, if she like it, I love it is what I say. <laughs> so good for her. Congrats. I don't know how this long distance boo's gonna work though. We'll see, I guess. Well, she travels a lot. Obviously, if he can afford to just fly out from New Orleans, he, she can't date a broke guy. <laughs> yeah. Why should he date a broke guy? Because he can't contribute anything. So like, if she has the tours, if she's, if she's going to go sing in the Bermudas, hey baby, won't you come? Oh, damn, you don't got no money. <laughs> So then, you know what I'm saying? Like, what, what, would you date a broke dude? Um, I have. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> was it the best decision? If, no. Yeah. If you were at, if you were at like a high profile, uh, um, uh, celebrityism as, you know, you're acting and you're on a, a nice, successful show right, right, right. and you know, you got a couple mil in the bank or whatever, you know, or your net worth. <laughs> I, no, mean, I dig I dig what you're saying yeah. I, I don't think he's a broke dude especially if you're gonna buy out an entire because that wasn't no little boat it that was, was a that was a small yacht it was a small yacht and if you can afford that and buy that out with help people on there to help y'all mm-hmm. set up dinners and all that stuff on the boat then you got a little nice change in your pocket yeah. so yeah so congrats. probably a businessman or something Maybe. Probably. That's well, what I was thinking. I was like, Roy's probably a successful. Well, when Shantae man. comes back, we can, we can ask all about Roy now that it's, mm-hmm. now that it's out. Mm-hmm. Roy. Let's now discuss Michelle. So Michelle is in transition of managers. Her old manager, Donald, is no longer, and she has a new manager by the name of. Oh, his name is Bruce, cause Bruce is cute, honey. <laughs> He is so cute. I'm not even going for it because I was looking. I was like, oh, Michelle, that's your manager. What? He can't be my manager. <laughs> it's cute, though. He was. Go, all of you guys comment. Make sure you follow us on iTunes. Subscribe to our podcast and let us know what you think. Is Bruce cute? Bruce, the new manager, cute? I thought he was cute. What you think, ladies? Make sure you comment. You rate us. Give us five stars. Stars and tell your friends, friends, and your friends, friends about our R&B Divas LA after show. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Bruce is cute. You are completely smitten. I am because I kept looking at him like, oh, he cute. Okay. Well, they're transitioning, and so they uh, thought that with uh, San Diego trip coming up, that it would be good if the both of them actually was there. Which we obviously we didn't see that, but um, but you know, whatever. I wonder why um, Donald quit. Well, we never hear anything about that, but I, I don't know. I always speculate about those things. I, I said from the jump, the people that, that I've seen her with, they look like numbers runners from the seventies. This is what I'm just my <laughs> What? What is a numbers A gambler? Is that what that means? Drug dealer. Oh, that's what that means? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. No, I don't have no street cred. Cause clearly <laughs> I was like a numbers runner. You gambling? You playing the, the slots? What you playing? Yeah, that's just what I think. But, um, so anyway. That's hilarious. So, so anyway, when they were sitting down, uh, what's up? What's your Bruce? Bruce wanted to know <laughs> what is he getting himself into? And 
uh, and Donald said that Michelle, that she's demanding you have to help get her to uh, to show up on time, <laughs> and she doesn't like to close shows unless the money is right. Okay, <laughs> here we go, Michelle, Toussaint. <laughs> yeah, you need to get yourself up together and be on time to shows because <laughs> the late the the whole late thing. It's just that's and then and she said that she was like the only reason that I'm like this is is only it's for business reasons like if it has to do with business so you trying to tell me that you're late because of business no Michelle you late because you're not on time you're not prompt yeah be prompt now be I a little w- closer to prompt I'll say that I will say that she when she was here she did mention of how sometimes you know they have to kind of get her up or whatever you know due to her her situation so if that's if that has something to do with it then understand right but if you're just late for the sake of being late which uh, most divas are divas men women the, the, i don't know like this whole industry this whole late business thing is just not cool but um but despite that your boy bruce is still willing to manage her i would manage her you wouldn't no why i don't do that whole late business that's what a lot of people but the, do you understand the like everyone from actors to entertainers to singers everybody's late not on sets even to sets yeah absolutely all the time especially like a-list actors oh my gosh yeah there's a lot of times where i've been on a set where we've had to wait because somebody was doing something okay well well, a-list but still I, i i don't want the headache i agree with you i just it's but that means you wouldn't be working with like 85% 85% of people in this industry. I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have somebody managing me. That's what I'm talking about. You better spike that into exhaustion. So then they, um, uh, management or whoever has it arranged for not only for uh, Michelle to, um, to do the show in San but, Diego, in San Diego, but to also have the divas come to the show as well. Nice. And so the divas now are all into a limousine. 1992, honey, prom. Yeah. And there's no air conditioning. <laughs> I think it might have kicked in later. There's no way they rode two hours, two and a half hours to San Diego from LA with no air conditioning. It probably kicked in later. Probably. But at the it moment it probably there was probably no air conditioning. Right. But a limousine? I feel like look, there's probably more fuel efficient cars that y'all could have taken. Even like an escalade, I feel like has less gas than a limousine. Mm-hmm. Something. But it was all arranged by Errol. Yeah. The CFO. Now, what are your thoughts on this whole thing? Uh, do we want to break it down? Or do we just want to give our thoughts on this whole debacle? Um, let's break it down. Okay. And we can give our, because there's a whole lot going on here. Okay. So when Michelle arrives to San Diego for, I guess, apparently sound check. Right. The, um, the guy. Valentine. Valentine, who's a promoter and a host. What'd you say? Hold on, wait, what'd you say? Isn't it Valentine? Yeah. You say Valentine. With an M. Oh, time. Okay. Like um, Valentine's yeah. Day. <laughs> Valentine. Uh, he's a promoter of the host. And when he was on the mic, he was right. like, yeah, you know, I got the R&B Divas of LA. I knew right then and there. I was like, oh boy. I know. Here he's, it goes. He, he's up to no good. So Michelle says she already has a problem. And she asked about the flyer, um, has a picture on it with all the divas. And why is his picture bigger <laughs> than her picture? I don't think it was explained. Here's the thing. So I, Okay. He did mention that he's a comedian and that there is a comedy show. Mm-hmm. So maybe he, he mentioned that after the fact that uh Arrow they had they had already met twice. This is when they were in the little conference room. 
Right. No, no, no. I'm talking about when, before, when he was, when they're at Soundcheck and he was talking to, to Michelle A and he said that there was a comedy show. Oh, did he? Okay. So, yeah. So, I was like, okay, there's a comedy show because she was just like, you know, basically she didn't know all this stuff was going on. I, if it's a comedy show mm-hmm. and then you have a small musical performance by Michelle A, I get why her picture would be smaller than his picture. Mm-hmm. Because if he's the headliner, he's the host, he's... If there's a, I mean, literally, if there's a comedy show and, you know, he's the headliner, okay, I get it. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that was the case. I think there's probably other people that were also in the comedy show. And obviously, the other R&B Divas pictures should not have been on that flyer. Mm -hmm. Um, So, why his picture was bigger, I get it. Only if, only if he was the headliner, meaning it was a comedy show and he was the main person. I don't agree. If, even if, if, I don't believe he was a headliner. I'm saying, I'm saying, yeah, yeah. if he was, oh, if he was, if a- he was, then I agree. I understand why his picture was the biggest. Okay. However, he probably wasn't. I think he was the host and he was a facilitator of the entire night. Yeah. Usually, that person's picture is actually the smallest. Yeah. Not the biggest. Mm-hmm. Okay. Continue. So, um, so that I didn't agree with. Obviously, these women's pictures should not have been used on this flyer. And obviously, it was to get more people to come out because if you see all these women, you're like, ah, yeah, my favorite diva is gonna be there. I'm coming. Mm-hmm. That was wrong. Like, they should not have done that. And matter of fact, I love when Chrisette puts that man in his place and was like, what? Uh, this is, I get $35,000 to do something like this. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to do that, who did you approve this from in my, on my team? Matter of fact, who do I need to tell my lawyer to talk to? Before, Loved it. Before we get to the divas, um, I had a problem with uh, Darren, the uh, Michelet's backup singer. Why? Because he said, have you gotten over, or have you gotten over the upsetness of all this stuff that's going on tonight? Maybe he's a relative or something, but you are a backup singer. No, but I, 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 it's obvious from their relationship that he's not just a backup singer. Like he's, if he's, if he's her backup singer, he's probably been her backup singer for quite a few years and has seen her through some dark times. Cause there's, please believe when you're a celebrity in the back and mm-hmm. the background, like when you're behind and on backstage and stuff, people see your real life. They see how you really are. So I'm sure he's more than just a background singer. He's probably her friend, maybe your cousin, or he's been there forever. Because you can see from the relationship. Um, getting over things is the reason why they keep being in this mess. What do you mean? He's like, have you gotten over all this? He said, have you gotten up? Have you gotten over all this upsetness about what happened earlier today? It always seems apparently from what we've seen on RB Divas that nothing ever seems to go right with Michelle A. Right. So the but fa- I think it has nothing to do with him. But the fact that, you know, have you got over it? Like, well, to I me, think he was- that's that to me, that's just. To me, he's not helping the, the situation. He's just okay. Oh well, you just get over, it, get over it. That's not helping the situation. Oh, I didn't feel like, I didn't feel like that when he said that. I thought mm-hmm. he was saying like, "Are you like, like as a friend? Are you have you gotten over all this stuff? Are we good? Like, mm-hmm. are you good for tonight?" I feel like that's where it was coming from. I didn't think it was coming from a mean place. I didn't really either, but I just wanted to just play <laughs> devil's advocate. Whatever, mm-hmm. you're mean. Whatever it is, what it is. Nobody <laughs> cares. So now, so that so then. Um, really quickly. So then Ariel, uh, Errol, Errol and Valentine, they were, and Michelle, they were all in this meeting and there's where the confusion uh, happens because as they're all there, the three of them were there. He was saying how, you know, Errol had arranged for the ladies to come, but no one was really really taking responsibility for what was going on right who put so, the f- pictures on the fire yeah so now we now let's go to now the ladies in the the conference room right and this is where all the hell breaks out 
Which I thought was funny because here Valentine is like, yo, this is funny. Yeah. Valentine is clearly not well, the sharpest. No, tech. he's not. But, at, you know, in the very beginning, he was really quiet. He was really quiet. He was playing dumb. He wasn't really saying much. And then when this is what. Because he. No, I don't think it was his fault. I don't think it was Valentine's fault. But he knew whose fault it was. But he said. But he said that he is the one who put the flyer together. So he <laughs> does have to take responsibility. for Right. It. Correct. But it doesn't matter if you put the flyer together. It, it only matters if it gets approved. You see what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't, as management, your job is to protect the person you are managing. Okay. Errol is on Michelet's team. His job is to protect Michelet. He gets paid to protect her finances. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to step in and take the role of her interim manager while her manager has now quit and she's looking for a new one, then that means you have to protect her interests if this man sends you a fire and you look at it and you see it looks like this but see her managers were not there but that's what I'm saying yeah. but Errol had stepped in as a pseudo manager mm-hmm. while she didn't have one because he set this up Donald had quit and so now she needed somebody to kind of step in and Errol stepped up to be you know like an interim manager basically but this is why but just let me explain why I blame Valentine for Valentine for this because when after Chrisette did the whole, you know, who does my Lord need to contact about this, blah, blah, blah. He said, I put the flyer together with people who contacted me. They said, who are the people that contacted me? And he says, well, I'd rather not speak on, on them. I'd rather, you know, you speak to them. He knew something like, I felt like he was a part of it just by the way he answered the question, because it's really simple. If you put the flyer together, then you answer the question. But the fact that he was like, well, I don't really feel, I think you should go and, and, and go and speak to that person. Well, Negro, who was the person that you put the fly together which is, 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 which is that's what I'm saying he didn't want to say because it was Errol <laughs> and Errol is standing right there you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. think about it because the whole point of somebody doing being a promoter is to make money you mm-hmm. make money from an event the more people come into your event the more money you make the more divas you add on to this flyer, the more people will more likely come out because they see one of their favorite divas on there. Totally. And they'll come out. Okay. Mm -hmm. So of course you're going to be in cahoots with the guy who is also going to get money, which is Errol Mm -hmm. because he's going to get a cut from whatever Michelle gets. And so obviously he wants more money to come in because if more money comes in for Michelle, more money comes in for him. Right. So Errol was definitely in the wrong, but he did it for, for financial reasons. He didn't, he put the financial reasons of his pocket before his, before managing and protecting his artist, which is Michelle. What did you think about the whole texting each other? That was so, that's when I knew I was like, y'all are so wrong. And again, this was Errol. Errol knew he was wrong. So mm-hmm. I'm sure Errol was like, yo, don't say nothing. Like, just kind of like, whatever, kind of brush it off. Try to say it was Donald, you know, put that, put that on Donald or something. Because Errol was wrong. Errol saw that. I, I'm going to tell you exactly how it went. Cause I'm pretty sure that they're not, they don't seem to be geniuses. No offense, men. But, they, but I feel like it went like this. Here go Valentine. Hey, look at this flyer. It looks amazing, doesn't it? It's got all these people on it. This is great, huh? Here goes Errol. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. More people will probably come out because they see more of the divas. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's use it. That's ex- that's exactly how it went. That's simple. And Errol probably knew he was wrong because now you got all these ladies who are around here in your face, like, who did it mm-hmm. and why? And you over here like, dang. Because you know it's not right. You and should not have done that. And Shantae really went off. Right. She went off and she should have. Boom. Do you think that Michelle should have what do you think Michelle should have done um she did exactly what she was supposed to do she shouldn't have said she 
you don't you should not have to get up she's getting ready to go on stage mm-hmm. and perform and which is her art you got to be in a certain mind space for that mm-hmm. you don't need drama in your head because that will come out in your performance so she did what she was supposed to do which is chill what Shantae did that's what your manager is supposed to do mm-hmm. that's what Errol should have been doing for Michelle as her interim manager he should have been the one that says no why did you put this flyer out? I never approve this or if he did approve it, you're wrong. And somebody should have gone off on you. And I'm glad Shantae did. And the whole fine print of how uh, the diva, the other diva's pictures were actually bigger than Michelle. Right. And then in the fine print, it says with the musical special, special performance by Michelle. Right. That's wrong. Yeah. That's wrong. And so I don't blame Valentine because he doesn't owe Michelle nothing but the money that is contractually hers. Mm-hmm. That's it. He doesn't owe her anything. But Ariel, on the other hand, owes her a lot more as part of her management team i'm going to um i'm just gonna play devil's advocate and say she shouldn't have performed she should have left i mean she could have but then that would have been you she would have let down these people who had nothing to do with this tweet your fans get up on stage and and let people know what happened and then be done with it but i I think she should not have performed well i think contractually if she's still getting paid then yes she should perform She's not struggling for um. She's not. You struggling. don't know what her, her money talking about. No, she said you know she's fine. You know she. she well, then did. why perform for money if you don't need money? No, no, no. She. I'm not saying that she needs that specific check. There's other gigs that she has. I'm just saying I wouldn't have, if I was. So I would not have performed. I don't know. I think once you are contractually bound to something, unless it's some has something to do with, let's say, for example, her contract said mm-hmm. that she has to have this many mics and it has to be this set up and whatever. And if all that's wrong, then contractually, I think it's okay for her to walk away and be like, I'm not performing tonight and I'll explain to my fans through Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, whatever. Mm-hmm. That I think is okay. But if nothing was in your contract that was broken, then legally you do have to do that. Ever have the way you can, that, and then she can be sued and she can lose. And the way them little two bit hustlers, please. I mean, either it doesn't matter. Either way, for her, it if they didn't break anything in your contract, there's really no reason to leave. This is just it just sucks mm-hmm. that their marketing was not correct. But as long as people come out, they're coming here, they're gonna see the performance. If they're pissed off, they're not gonna be pissed off at Michelle. They're gonna be pissed off at the promoter. Where's the rest of the divas? Why the rest of the divas ain't up here? Guess what? And the deepest is there be like, ask him. We, this is. Well, that's why, that's one of my reasons why I feel that she should not have performed because it was false advertising. They. But he did, it wasn't false advertising in the sense that it said that Michelle was going to perform. It did say that and that is true. Now, was there additional people's picture on the flyer? Yes. Was that wrong? Yes. But does that have anything to do with Michelle and should she be, should she not perform as a result? No. Because it didn't lie about what she was doing there. Now, them other girls should be mad about it and should do something because it's lying on them and their brand and their image, but not me too late. Fair enough. I just wanted to play devil's advocate. Uh, so now let's go into predictions. Predictions. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. So, yeah, we see that Shantae is... It's a little sickly. She's gonna go to the hospital. Yeah, and she has a um, some kind of party where she kind of introduces Roy uh, to the ladies. Roy to the ladies. She's freak nasty. Too. Yeah. And then I mean, we, it's been a while. Yeah. She was married. She probably ain't getting none. So. 
And then we also see Leela James at uh, Home Entertainment, which is in Beverly Hills, and something about the sound. There's, okay, I'm going to say this about this show. I feel like they'd be reaching for stuff to make a topic out of. Have you ever been to home in Beverly Hills on Camden? Yes, I have. Actually, I have. Yeah. I didn't realize I've been there. The sound is pretty terrible. I agree. Yeah. But, again, I feel like every single performance, the sound's bad, something's horrible, mm-hmm. people can't make their flights, or flights get canceled, promoters janky. I feel like it's the same. I want someone to have a performance on when and it just is fine. Well, <laughs> I well, feel me- like they, yeah. they scrape. Misha Lay's performance in San Diego, where she performed nicely, was really good. I, although I am happy with, with how the show's going, there's not really a lot of drama. You see progression with the ladies, but I do feel that, you know, finally we get to see more of Shantae not just being the, um, the, um, you know, they're, they're kind of painting her out to be a certain way. Now we get to finally see more of Shantae's story. We haven't seen a peep from Claudette except for the whole Puerto Rico thing. So although I like how the show is not a hot mess, with all the messiness, but I would like to see expansions of the characters and where the stories are going. Right. So they need to step it up and we need to see more of Claudette and we need to see more of Shantae just to give it a balance, I feel. Um like see them in their real lives or just see them because I something feel like-, like we don't we don't we we know Little Mo's story, we know Leela's story, we know Chrisette's story. Uh how we- do I do we really know Leela's story? Or do we just see her a lot? We see her a lot. Okay, that's, that's different. Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't, we don't quite know Leela's story, but she's involved. How often do we even see Claudette in scenes if it's not right. for the Puerto Rico thing? But I think it has to do with Claudette's kids, maybe. Yeah, maybe. She's still a single mom, you know. Yeah. She's got three babies, and she's very, she's very much a mom. She's not a nanny mom, mm-hmm. but she's her kids are always with the nanny, like they're with her. So I think very yeah. true. But <laughs> if she's at home with the kids, then I need interlude i need something just to let us know as a viewer what's going on with her because right now they're hogging camera on too many of of some of the divas and not the others probably because they feel like claudette's life is boring and simple and so when they when that happens typically production doesn't want to show that because then it's just like oh here's claudette playing with her kids sorry we'd rather go over here and talk about little mo's messy life with Mm -hmm. her divorce Let's put more screen time on that. Yeah. Probably what happens. Very true. Well, hopefully we hopefully we get to see more. But um, I really do like just the progress of the show. It's not messy. It's very simple. Uh, real fun, easy stuff. So it that's is, why it sometimes is, but I, I don't. Say it's yeah. just I feel like they because of that they're reaching for stuff to make drama out of. And Agree. It and kind some, of annoys me. It, some kind of it does annoy me too because most of the situations is so black and white. Sometimes it's not really anything to have a discussion about. Right. So sometimes I, I come up with my little crazy things and I know people sometimes give, you know, let me have it on uh, social media, but sometimes I have to stretch because, or we'll just agree and then, you know, we'll have a 15 minute uh, after show. Right. Yeah. And by the way, I want to play in Leela's hair. Every time I see her hair, I'm you know what? I'm going to come in here one day and I'm going to just brush my curls out and just have it real big and crazy. Knock yourself out. You don't probably talk about me because no. you be hating on me like that. Well, <laughs> we don't hate on you guys because you guys watch us weekly on iTunes and YouTube. We want to thank you guys for tuning in. So uh, now let's just wrap the show and let everyone know where you could be found on social. How do you how do you do that? Now you got it. I'll teach you later. Yeah. You need help. No, don't, don't teach <laughs> me. But it just it amazes me how you guys do that. 
Anyway, my name is Megan Thomas. You can always find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Meg Scoop, like Scoop of Ice Cream. And don't forget, check out Colored People TV on YouTube if you want to see my web series. It's funny, haha. And you can find me on all social media, at Bam Erickson. We want to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode here on After Buzz TV for R&B Divas LA. We'll see you guys next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you, you later. later. Reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.